podcast, Greater Than Yourself, Season 4. Do you have an idea for an episode or a question about sobriety, spirituality, 12 steps, or sponsorship? Email us at podcastgreaterthanyourself at gmail.com or contact us on Instagram at podcast underscore greater underscore than underscore yourself or doctor underscore silkworth. You, you want to save some of the uh, the wise crackery <laughs> for the actual show. Okay, okay. so, uh, yeah. Welcome back to a podcast greater than yourself. My name is John Barleycorn. And I am Mrs. Jones. And with us this week is, you know him, you love him. He gave your daughter <laughs> golf fever. <laughs> Please welcome Walter Hagen. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. What's I'm up, trying man? to do a golf clap. <laughs> Polite golf clap. <laughs> right That's into the one. microphone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Th- thank you for joining us. Um, I don't, This is... Uh, we've only done a few where... Me and whoever was co-hosting didn't really know the guest very well. Um, And I think you're maybe only number two of those where it wasn't someone who had like a a much more wildly successful podcast than us. (laughs) So it's like those other other people, it was like, oh, uh, yeah, let's, let's get them on because they have a podcast that's really popular. Maybe, maybe some of them. I've never been on a podcast at all. (laughs) There you go. So so, this is my way of reassuring you. We did not invite you on so that we could steal your guests and, and, or your podcast listeners to turn into hate listeners for our show um this is strictly based off of um our interactions on on instagram and um just you know you've you've replied to a few things i posted over i don't know past year or so i guess and we've we've had some chats back and forth that have seemed very um you know, solution focused, I guess, as it were. And so you just seem like somebody who interests me enough to be like, Hey, you want to come on this, uh, weird podcast thing? <laughs> want to come talk about the Lord's prayer? <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of like my second base. That's the bait. Yeah. That's my second base. <laughs> imagine, imagine that's the proposition. Okay. First, <laughs> first, First, you ask them if they want to talk about a prayer. <laughs> this is like I actually thought you were kidding at first. <laughs> that I was joking. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is. I saw some of the other uh, some of the other podcasts you had, and then you were like, uh, "Lord's Prayer" or this other one, and I was like, "Ha ha ha!" Whichever one you want. <laughs> and then you're like, "Lord's Prayer," and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> yeah, no, this is lot to talk about in there. This is, Hot topic. this is step two of a 10-step process right now. You, you don't know where this is leading, but I've got it all <laughs> planned out. <up. laughs> um, yeah, no, I think, I think it's uh, before we get into it, I mean, let's be real. Everybody is clicking this one first. <laughs> like, oh, when they see the title? Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Immediately. People are like, ooh, 
Lord's Prayer. <laughs> um, yeah, hot topic. Um, but, but I think before we get into it, I kind of want to. I don't know, clarify, no real caveats to speak of, but just kind of to clarify, like, um, <laughs> for anyone who hasn't listened to this show before, um, which I think probably includes Walter. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Have you ever even heard our show? A couple times yesterday. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Studying up. And you still came on, so that's a good thing. Um, I think for anyone who hasn't, heard the show because i don't i don't let's be real i don't i don't think people who listen to our show need uh to be told what i'm about to say but for anyone who is not familiar with our show who, who, who's not at least semi-regular listener this is uh, the point of this episode is not to <laughs> deep dive like uh the etymology or origins or <laughs> syntax of this prayer um, we're not going to be like, well, it was written in Greek initially. And, you know, that, that is not the point of this. Uh, the point of this is that this is, and I think this kind of speaks to why you were like thinking it was a, it was a joke suggestion for a, a subject. But the point is that, uh, you know, this is, it's a prayer that tons and tons and tons, if not most AA meetings use to close the meeting. And, um, I think that there's, with certain groups of people, there's some confusion on that as to why that is. And with other groups, there's some confusion as, as to why there would be confusion on that. <laughs> and then with a whole other chunk of people, uh, it's just like, wait, what? People even think about that or discuss it or, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> So I can see how this would be like a total non-issue to some people and a total major issue to some other people, I guess is what I'm saying. So to me, that sounds like prime pickings for a podcast episode. <laughs> some people might have issues, yes. Right. Controversial? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 that's my way to straddle the fence of saying, hey, this could be a real sucky idea for an episode that I came up with, or it could be fucking great, right? Either way... I'm covered. I agree with both. <laughs> both and neither. Both and neither. Uh, so yeah, um, as as the first time guest, it's uh, part of your initiation rights to start the uh, podcast by by reciting the Lord's Prayer. No, not really. No, I just <laughs> the, the dubious distinction of of being yes. our, our, our leader in prayer. So yeah, go for it, man. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Lord, give us this day. As, <laughs> as, it, as, it, is. as, as it is. As it is. Give us as we forget those who trespass against us, for thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever. Amen. <laughs> All right. Okay, that had everything. Because, like, no, for for real, while you... I like, climbed up a little. I don't talk about <laughs> no, that Okay, but you started off so, like, listeners can't, can't see your face right now, but, like, you closed your eyes and bowed your head, like, you're taking this shit seriously. Mm -hmm. And then just boffed it in the middle you know but but 
like no i had chills because like i don't know it was it was just real thank you i i gotta tell you there was a time way to sugarcoat Gentle as a high colonic. Um, so I was. What? I, I was. I was reminded of um, early in the in the Zoom days. There was my my old home group. Um, my my buddy. He's been on the show. His name on the show was Eddie Rickenbacker, I think. Um, <laughs> and he. He is a really smart, sharp dude, but he's also like an airhead, you know? Within him, there are contained multitudes. <laughs> so he can be kind of like ditzy and, you know. Um, but at the end of this meeting, you know, it was like this really, it was a great meeting. I remember being really, really good. And the end of the meeting, it was like, yeah, can you take us out with the prayer? And they end that meeting with the Lord's Prayer. And and he he got about like seven words into it. And then it was just like, 12 seconds of silence where it was like early enough in zoom times to where people were like oh it's just zoom is just frozen or whatever you know like what happened just now yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. exactly suddenly suddenly the silence is broken by him going fuck <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> screaming fuck that's awesome and then trying to get back on track and then just it was like 60 faces in the zoom screen just just guffawing just laughing falling apart oh my god um and then we just we was like okay cool i'm in have have either of you guys worked at a restaurant where you have to sing happy birthday at a table Okay, so <laughs> I, no, this is not a sharp left turn. I promise you. No, no, I already I, know where you're going with this. I think. Yeah, no, I did not know any of the prayers when I first came in, mm-hmm. and I was such a dork and full of desperation. Like I wanted to know everything. Like, what are these people chanting? I want to know the prayers. Mm. I want to be able to say it along, but I didn't. So it reminded me of like you know, oh, we have to go up to this table and sing happy birthday. And we all had the same plan of like starting to sing it. But then like everybody just gets quiet thinking everyone else is going to, you know, right. like follow through. So be like, hap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? so I feel like, can you lead us in the Lord's prayer? And I'm like, oh fuck, is this the one that goes our father? Or do I just say God? You know, like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I just like mouth along pretending that I know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then the group think takes over. No, I had that same thing happen because I came into AA as an atheist, like teenager with like, where I'm like, why the fuck would I know the fucking Lord's Prayer? What are you talking about? And we're just like, all right, circle up. Like after my first meeting, and I'm just like, what? What happens now? What's about to happen? And then, uh, you know, two old guys grab my hands, and I'm like standing there, and and then uh, they kind of like look at me, and you know, who who puts the fuzz on the peaches and the sand on the beaches or whatever. Um, and then I was, and I was just like, I was like, if you're if you're both if you're each holding my hand, how am I supposed to go? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. It's like I don't I don't know restaurant songs. I never had to sing a sing a song in a restaurant ever, but um it is a similar thing because it's like I think until I heard it enough times, certainly the first 
few dozen times I was like like I like now I feel like I always just knew it but then it, simultaneously like I spoke at a meeting a couple of weeks ago and they asked me to close the prayer and I think it was actually the serenity prayer and it's like <laughs> you know the thing in the book parallel with your sound logic parallel yeah. with the <laughs> knowledge that I know the serenity prayer like I know my social security number it's just like there Parallel which with is. that is which is okay. <laughs> I'll say the social. Stay tuned to the end of the show if you want to hear John Barleycorn <laughs> social. Um, parallel with that is this screeching, screaming voice that's like, "You're gonna forget every word of this because like suddenly I'm leading it to this like international group of people on Zoom." <laughs> so all of this to say that uh, I don't fault you for. <laughs> Right. There's actually a, a good number of religious people in several religions that uh, encourage you not to say prayers the way they're laid out, but say it from the heart, which is what Beautiful. I was doing. Which is what I was doing, yes. That was my plan the whole time. Rubbing, I love it. Rubbing your hands together maniacally. <laughs> Actually, no, and that's actually such a beautiful point, Walt, because mm -hmm. I, my first prayers were like, I felt like I was just saying the Pledge of Allegiance in kindergarten. You know, I have no connection mm -hmm. to what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, one nation, you know, um, under God, <laughs> grant me the serenity. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what, what the hell I'm saying or why. Right. And then I remember at some point I just started talking. And I was like, oh, shit, like, this is different. Right. You know, this isn't just a rote, you know, recitation of something someone told me to do. Right. And communicating with the invisible power. Yeah. A lot of the experience I had had with prayer prior to um, actual step work was like, punitive you know it was like do this or else or it was like uh literally a punishment <laughs> you know like go go do these prayers you know what i mean um and that was kind of my experience with prayer um before i actually got into what you're talking about is is really really beautifully i think summed up with the third step prayer information in the book where it gives us this great prayer and then explicitly in the next paragraph says, the wording is, of course, quite optional. As long as the idea is expressed without reservation and it's really important that we know what the idea is. So I think yeah. that those are some components that for me personally were really not, they were really left out in my previous experiences with prayer. I didn't understand what it meant. And I wasn't voicing it without reservation. And I was trying to adhere specifically to the verbiage as opposed to the spirit or the actual meaning of it. Like if you get the words right, you'll stay sober. Right. <laughs> or be a good boy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like God's just like, oh, these idiots. You know, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> when, when, some, when, when, point of fact, I think... You know, when when I think about a God in that kind of sense, God is like, oh, you idiots. But it's like for the other reason, it's like, you idiots, you think I like really fucking care about the phrasing of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, 
One of the things that interests me the most about this prayer specifically is um, when people, so like that, okay, that home group that I mentioned that was on Zoom, you know, it was, it was an in-person meeting before that, obviously. And uh, I remember early when that meeting had started, someone coming who was, you know, um, multiple relapser, um, one of the, I've always struggled with the spiritual side of the program, one of, one of those types, you know, <laughs> I know, um, and specifically like staying after the meeting and making a point to like question us directly to like, you know, well, you know, why do you, why do you end your meeting with that prayer and why do you feel like that's appropriate? Um, and very pointedly, like, don't you feel like you're alienating people with that prayer? Um, and that's, that's something I have my thoughts on and that that night a lot of thoughts were, <laughs> were discussed about it. But I'd love to hear you, you guys take on that, on specifically what you feel like that uh, brings to the close of a meeting and what maybe it uh, closes people off to or opens people up to, you know, in your experience. Um, sure. Um, a couple things I've heard about the Lord's Prayer. One is that uh, it's hell, and I, I don't belong to any uh, specific religion, um, but I've heard that it's the way Jesus recommends we pray. Mm. And I've also heard that it, uh, that Bill and Bob would end their kind of gatherings with that prayer. And it's also like kind of traditionally like the end of meeting prayer for the fellowship. Mm. One thing, a bunch of things. I mean, I, I think it really ties into the structure of the steps as well. Hmm. Now, I'm. this is based on a guess. I didn't read this anywhere, nor has anybody told me. But I'm, I'm assuming that the Oxford group or, like, whatever other groups or Washingtonian or, like, whatever groups that kind of base, like, you know, kind of stepish programs mm -hmm. um, took them, like, kind of from the Lord's Prayer. Because you look at you look at the beginning of it, and it's like okay, it's kind of step one. -y. Like you know, you're bringing yourself to like there's a reason why you're addressing something, you know, something bigger, right? It's it's kind of step one and two, uh, you know, like hollow, hollow means holy, right? Um, or it's very step two. Like I'm I'm willing to look to God for a solution, right? Right. And I mean, what brings you to step two? It's got to be something. You know, you figure there's a bunch of step one in there. But, you know, kingdom come, your will be done. You know, very step three, like it's, you know, God's plan, not mine. Um, right. Step 12, a lot of step 12 in that statement, too, in that part of that prayer, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's three into 12. You know, you were mentioning what the bottom of 63 before, right? And, mm -hmm. You know, when you when you read that prayer on sixty three, the prayer is man, help me out and I'll do step twelve work. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you know, that that thy kingdom come, thy will be done, you know, kinda 
sounds like that too, right? Um, Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You know, people who stepped toes I stepped on. Yeah. Yeah. Give give us uh, the daily bread. You know, like, (laughs) show me what to do and I'll do it. Right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's I say it in those words because those are the words I pray and I say that I don't know how many times a day mm. couldn't count. Um, God, show me what to do and I'll do it. Amen. Like quick one, mm. you know. Mm. It's like it's it's a good reminder to myself and it's you know part of that you know constant contact that I try to keep that, that we try to keep right. Yeah, and it's really cool. Yeah, for like you said, forgiving us the trespasses, right? Like confession. You know, as we forgive those, you know, not just confession, but forgiveness, right? I mean, there's there's six and seven in that. There's there's eight and nine in that, right? Which which means obviously there's you know ten and eleven in that too. You're talking me yeah. into it. You're like, talking me into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll say it. Um, are you? Have you guys ever read the um, the letter that Bill Wilson wrote about the Lord's Prayer? I haven't. Are you guys aware of this? I purposely Let me inform you <laughs> as per tradition with this podcast. I purposely did uh, negative research <laughs> going into this <laughs> because I, I set aside what I already knew. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> specifically, did not want to turn into like Mister like uh, history guy because I'm like not that guy. I'm not good at that. So I'm like. Please, hopefully, well, I was like, someone else will have actual information, and I'll just be spitballing. Yeah, please. It'll be great. I'll, well, I'll, I'll be the nerd. Um, <laughs> so this was written. This was written in 1959, and I love that. Just like, you know, 20 years into the the book being written, people were apparently, you know, questioning um, how how meetings were run and whether mm-hmm. or not to close with the Lord's Prayer. Because um, that's what Jesus wrote the prayer. Um, Jesus wrote this letter. Yeah. Um, our Lord and Savior, Bill Wilson, wrote this letter. Okay, so he... I'll, I'll read Moment the of silence letter. for Bill okay. Wilson, please. Moment of silence. Wait, the, the beginning of this letter is kind of hilarious. Dear Russ, am right sorry for my delayed answering. Lois and I were a long time out of the country, and this was followed by an attack of the marathon type of flu that has been around here in New York. We are okay now, however, but I did want to explain my delay. Okay. Yeah, anyway, um, and now about the business of adding the Lord's Prayer to each AA meeting. Cool. This practice... <laughs> this practice probably came from the Oxford groups who were influential in the early days of AA. You have probably noted in AA Comes of AA. Oh, he's like. <laughs> in, my, he's like in one of my many books. He's, he's plugging one of his books. <laughs> in shameless here. plug. <laughs> Available now on Amazon. Um, <laughs> Which I'm sure you the... have purchased. <laughs> <laughs> Click the link below. Uh, um, altruistic book. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What the connection of these people in AA really was. I think saying the Lord's Prayer was a custom of theirs following the close of each meeting. Therefore, it quite easily got shifted into a general custom among us. Of course, there will always be those who seem to be offended by the introduction of any prayer, whatever, into an ordinary AA gathering. Also, it is sometimes complained that the Lord's Prayer is a Christian document. 
Nevertheless, this prayer is of such widespread use and recognition that the arguments of its Christian origin seem to be a little far-fetched. <laughs> it is also true that most AAs believe in some kind of God and that communication and strength is obtainable through his grace. Since this is the general consensus, it seems only right that at least the serenity prayer and the Lord's prayer be used in connection with our meetings. It does not seem necessary to defer actually i love this next line um it does not seem necessary to defer to the feelings of our agnostic and atheist newcomers to the extent of completely hiding our light under a bushel mm. don't hide your light friends um however around here the leader of the meeting usually asks that those to join him in the lord's prayer who feel that they would care to do so the worst that happens to the objectors is that they have to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> it's totally throwing shade there like yeah. what's worse is going to happen you have to listen to it right. um uh, this is doubtless a salutary exercise in tolerance at their stage of progress um so that's the sum of the lord's prayer business as i recall it your letter made me wonder in just what connection you raised the question Ooh. <laughs> No, that is a that's a very don't don't at me tone to that whole thing. <laughs> right? And I've been sick. I'm fine now, but you know, I had to come back from my sickness to your letter. What's right. wrong with you? Sorry you have to listen to it. That's great. That's um, really funny. Isn't that funny? They're, oh I wish I knew where it was. I didn't prepare, but there, there's a reference in um, one. Oh, I found it, found it, found it. Okay. In one of the personal stories, <laughs> page 406, um, this author is a Jew, and he says, the last big hurdle was closing the meeting with the Lord's Prayer. As a Jew, I was uncomfortable with it, and I talked to my sponsor about it. So I said, the Lord's Prayer bothers me. I don't like closing with it. Oh, he said, what's the problem? Well, I'm Jewish and it's not a Jewish prayer. Well, then, said my sponsor, say it in Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> God, just roasting this guy. <laughs> I know, I know. So, so there we've covered whatever arguments there might be against saying the prayer. That All of that said, though, um, I... I grew accustomed to it because the meetings I first went to said it. Right. And um, I have since heard from people who live in other countries that um, it's not a practice where they live. So I, I really think that if I had never heard it before and then suddenly heard it, I would have been like, oh, tradition 10 violation. And I would have right. been like upset about it. I'm just, I'm very used to it and it doesn't bother me. Um, far from bother me. I, I, I like it. Yeah, you know, but I I can see how it might seem attached to religion for some people. Yeah, I mean, and that was so the the argument that was put forth when that was asked at that meeting that I referenced earlier. Um, <clears throat> the person asking it was basically like, yeah, as like a non-believer, you know, this is. It wasn't really like offensive, is how it was being framed. It was more like this will turn me off from coming back to your group. Um, so how do you, as home group members, uh, like rationalize using this, knowing 
knowing what you know now from my very important statement I just gave to you, you know, that this will turn me off from coming to your meeting and, and, and that I won't tell other people to come to your meeting basically was what was being implied. <clears throat> um, and the general consensus from the group of people discussing that was basically like exactly what what Walter was saying. Like, this prayer really just talks about what AA is, you know? I mean, it's, it, <laughs> it's, it's not an AA prayer, right? It's not in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay, gotcha. Um, but if you look at the Step 3 prayer or the Step 7 prayer, like, it's all the same stuff. It's like, uh, yeah. you know, when you say, like, take away my difficulties so that victory over them can show what you did for me. Not like, you know, glorify me. Help me glorify this power, right? Um, the daily bread, right? Give me strength to overcome these problems. So, why? So I can show people that you did that. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. so I can be more useful to the people around me. Like, it's all the same exact shit that's in that prayer. Um, now, that being said, I don't really give a fuck if a group doesn't want to end with it or does want to end with it. I think that if, right. you, if you have an issue, that's kind of the cool thing about AA is like, go to the business meeting and propose a change, right? Try to start, start your own group where they don't say that. Um, so I don't really think that it's like an issue issue, um, particularly given the fact that like uh, I've seen firsthand, as I'm sure all three of us have, people who were, um, you know, <laughs> beat enough by alcoholism to overcome much more than like being annoyed by a prayer, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, I'm desperate, I'm dying, but you said a Jesus thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm going to go die about it. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know how much. You just made me drink again. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure how much credence I would, I would lend that, but I do get the idea that, like, especially someone like me who was like, an absolute hate and fear filled atheist when I came to AA, it didn't take literally anything. It's that, it's that, uh, imagined or real thing. You know, it's like I had justified resentments in my mind against every <laughs> human on the planet. And like, uh, it wasn't until I really do dove into that imagined or real thing where I was like, Oh, some of these, these are fantasy, you know, and, and a lot of them were stuff like this, where it's like, now I I do say religious prayers. And also, to Mrs. Jones' point earlier, the prayers that I say that are just between me and God, and that are the most personal, most, uh, like Walt said, most overused, most frequently used in my <laughs> life, um... Those are probably super religious sounding to to you know me years ago when I came into AA. If I had heard me saying that kind of stuff, I'd be like, I'd be like, okay, what f nutcase fucking religious cult did this guy join? <laughs> you know what I mean, because oh, I am yeah. because yeah. because I am comfortable using that kind of terminology now, and the baggage I used to associate with it is another thing that's been removed from me. You know. Look, your mother.
Father and I have talked about it. And we know you don't want to do it, but we really feel it's for the best. Uh, I understand, Dad. It's okay. I'll go to rehab. Kyle was given six months to do a fucking inventory. Check out that girl, man. She's out. But distraction after distraction after distraction kept putting it off. Would he ever get it done? Let's fucking bounce. This is a joke for sure. This summer, John Franklin is Shelley Long playing Eddie Murphy in a film by John Franklin. Dude, check out her tits. This summer, everything you thought you knew about recovery things are getting a little crazy around here is gonna fly right out the window. Our yoga instructor totally reminds me of my ex-girlfriend. Too many cooks in the kitchen. I guess I'm gonna stay for another three months. Sometimes. Who wants to go to the gym? Cook up a whole bunch of trouble. John Franklin is John Franklin in a John Franklin film. Step to work, don't do that fucking shit. That dude's an It's my parents' dime, and I'm really not doing shit. Coming this summer. I think sometimes we inadvertently add to the baggage by being overly apologetic. Mm. Like, my higher power, but I choose to call God, but you can call anything, you know, like, right. like over apologizing. And it, I don't know, to my ears, it makes it sound like more of an issue than it needs to be like, you know, just be a demonstration. Right. My sponsor put it pretty simple. He just said, uh, no, we're not going to say higher power. We're going to say God and everybody will know what you're talking about. And that can be whatever you think, but we're going to say God. Yeah. Right on. And I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, everybody will know what we're talking about. That's an easy way to put it, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, knew, go ahead. Oh, he knew that, you know, like, I was one of those people who thought I neatly evaded the issue because, right. you know, I was like, well, <laughs> these guys, nobody's ever told me that I'm going to drink again, you know? <laughs> or like, that's what attracted me to these people, you know? Like, nobody's ever told me that when I leave here, I'm going to be in big trouble again, you know, like, you know, just cause I'm feeling better. That's, that's probably like a scary thing, right? right? Like, you know, they told me the truth and then, I, but then I like heard them say like, God, this guy. And I was like, Oh, like he knew I was one of those guys, you know? Right. And he was just like, yeah, this is just what we're going to say. Right. That's what you're going to call. That's what I'm going to call. We'll know what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. Well, and, nice. and the book doesn't it make working about it either. <laughs> The book, the book doesn't say like uh, you got to really figure this out. You know, I mean, me and Mrs. Jones just talked about this in another episode, but like, it's pretty, it's pretty open. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. is there a religious text that is more open? Like, uh, the barrier of entry is really fucking low. You know, <laughs> am I even willing to believe there's some power which? I can put any name to imaginable. Am I even willing to believe that? It's like, again, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm desperate and I think I'm dying, but no, not. I'm not willing. (laughs) (laughs) How how is this an imaginable scenario? I mean, and of course, like, I I think we probably have all encountered someone saying that. Um, But I think the cognitive dissonance there, it just... 
it, it it's it's comically absurd, you know. I'm not so right. sure that you're convinced of your hopelessness if that is if that if you remain in that position, you know what I'm saying? And then there's the yeah. other end of the spectrum. The guys who the guys who come to the fellowship beaten, battered, ready, and somebody says, Okay, get back to me when you can tell me what your conception of God is. Mm. Oh Jesus. You hear that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's oh. bad. I've heard worse. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm all shocked. Are these no. the uh, write write an essay defining God thing kind of guys that you're talking about? Write me your life story. Um, you know, what's your conception of God? Right. Yeah, I had no idea right. what my conception of God was. Like, I couldn't describe it. I just I just started experiencing him. You know, and and I was like, oh, okay, like God's something I can see in signs or coincidences. I'm gonna grasp onto that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. No idea. Right. Draw a picture though, maybe. I think that. <laughs> I think that, and this applies too in my experience. Um, even with people who are religious, who have. Uh, faith when they when they come to the steps even in that case I think that it's equally important then to still just be really broad and really open with this step two doorway you know because I think otherwise the book the book would not go to such great lengths to make it clear that I I should not be arousing any sort of controversy in this area and I think yeah. I think like discussing whether you should or shouldn't do certain prayers a certain way or not a certain way. I think that's arousing controversy in that area. I think telling someone to define God is arousing controversy. You know, hey, um, define this infinite, unknowable source of power. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like huh, I don't know, but but thank. God that that was not what was offered to me when I came to the 12 steps and and to your to your point there Mrs. Jones um my experience was meeting a person who first and foremost just approached me on a human level and just had like offered me dignity and like grace enough to just have a, a mm. human conversation and in that conversation turned toward the hopelessness of their drinking and coupled that with the hopelessness of what it looked like when when he tried to not drink <laughs> you know and yeah that hooked me right and so when we got to a point where i was like what do i do and the answer was like, well, this set of directions that will get you connected <laughs> to God. My hesitation was almost non-existent. The only thing that I asked was, okay, d- will this work, right? I was like, will this thing work that I have in my head? What I have in my head is I know that when me 
and these two guys I know who like every, I don't know, every few years we'll get together and we'll play music and we go in a room and we go in a studio, right? And we just set up microphones and we just hit record and we just make music. And we've been making music together since like the late nineties, you know? Um, and when we do that, there's like a thing that is bigger than the three of us that comes out of that, where it's like none, none of the individual people came there with that stuff ready and, and none of each of us made it, you know, it was just this collective thing that happened. And in the middle of me saying that he just stopped me and he said, you just described my God. And I knew what he meant was not, mm -hmm. that's exactly my conception of a power greater than myself. What he meant was, stop, dude, you're good. You got a conception of a power greater than yourself. Yeah. We yeah. can commence growth from there, you know? Right. And that is the beauty of how open the doorway is. So I'm not required to even understand these prayers, you know? And if I use them as a tool, that's great. And if I don't, my experience is I'll be open and not uh, resentful toward them, even if I don't choose to use them later, because the experience is going to produce a change in me that's something that I can't predict and define, right? But it's right. going to happen as a result of doing the stuff. Right. Right. This notion of sponsors keeping their sponsees on step two mm. for any length of time. You know, on step anything. <laughs> it's like, it's like, seriously, it's, yeah, yeah, true, true. You know, it's like someone's holding their breath, you know, and you're like, well, I want you to write an essay about air and describe the molecules. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, you know, it's, it's sad. Um, that's great <laughs> you're drowning write an essay Go about ahead, life boy. preservers <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's like well i was that manufactured in like? indonesia that life preserver or was is that american made it's just like what <laughs> the fuck oh my god <laughs> throw it to me <laughs> Oh. Sure. Uh, like a, for the first time ever, I had like a, about a month and a half without having a drink, and I was uh, I was working steps, but I wasn't working them quick enough. Um, I'd call my sponsor, like I remember vividly calling him outside of a meeting, and I just come from another meeting, mm -hmm. and I'm telling him that, and he's like, he's like, did you how far in column two are you? And I was like, well, I haven't touched it. Right. And he's like, call me when you have click. Mm -hmm. Right. And then like, I go in this meeting, I go home, I don't start column two or whatever I was working. I call one, column two, something like that. Right. And I'm pretty damn sure that's why, like, that's what, that's what happened. Like, it's not that I, I wasn't in, I just didn't, I wasn't doing the steps as quick as recommended. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I was, I was going to, I was going to meetings and having coffee with people and, talking to people my age and, you know, getting this, you know, getting some fellowship in and whatnot. And that was fun. Right. But it, it was also poisonous. It was poisonous that that was offered to me <laughs> along with it. Mm -hmm. I actually had a conversation with uh, some, someone I work with recently who's, uh, who's also in the fellowship AA and he also does 12 step work. You know, he's, he's in the fellowship of the spirit as well. And uh, he's a little newer. He's got about a year. And uh, 
he was talking about how like this guy was giving him the business because he didn't call him every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, it's like, it's not a sponsor, but it's somebody like him that goes to like this group that he goes to. Right. Oh, wow. And I was like, <laughs> you know, and I was trying to, I was trying to like put it nicely. Right? Yeah. I was trying to, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put it in a way where, because I, I like the person who told him this, I really like this person. This person's got, he sponsors a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? And those people do have good results, you know, but he also adds this other stuff that I personally don't like to add. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that we, you know, in my sponsorship line, we don't, we don't add this other stuff that we can't, you know, reference in, in the big book. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he, these guys like to add this other stuff. And the, what, what came to my mind is, if, if you have two things to offer and one of them on its own will save your life and the other one along with this thing is okay, but on its own could kill you, mm-hmm. why even <laughs> offer that? Why even ever mention this other thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Right. And so you I thought of it and meal. I couldn't hold my tongue. Right. I couldn't yeah. hold my tongue. I just had to tell him. Right. Right, you've got like, this great meal. Like, Why did this guy offer you this? Perfect. We're going to sprinkle just a little bit of poison on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Now the meal's heavy enough where your body will process the poison, <laughs> <laughs> and you won't even know. <laughs> yeah, you might not die. It's f- probably fine. The best, the best. Make thing, sure you eat everything. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best thing that well, take what you want and leave the rest is is kind of how uh. I, I do that meal. Um, <laughs> the best, the best thing I've ever seen with regard to this this kind of stuff you're talking about. Um, another buddy who's been on the show a few times. It goes by Clarence on our show. We, me and him, used to do all sorts of meetings together. Took a bunch of treatment center meetings in and stuff. Um, <laughs> He would always do this thing and it was, it's like, uh, you know, not true at all, uh, what he would say, but it was, it, it was an effective way to really shut down stuff like that. When, when, you know, we'd be having a conversation with someone and somebody would be like, oh, well, yeah, like, uh, you, you've got a, you're supposed to be calling, you know, three alcoholics a day or, or you're, you, you have to have a year to sponsor or, you know, just whatever. And they, the things that they say that, you know, you've heard a billion times that, you know, are horseshit, but he would, he would completely shut them down by, by going, huh? No, I've never heard that. Where's that from? <laughs> like, it was just, it would end the conversation because they would be so fucking confused. They would just be like, uh, it's like, if you told somebody you, you had never heard of bananas, they're just like, I don't, I got to go over there. It's <laughs> just like, what yeah, is yeah. happening? But he would do that. Um, and it would just, it would just totally diffuse it. It would, you know what it was? It was the version. It was like the conversational version of, uh, of, uh, thanks for sharing Mark, like in the middle of someone rambling, you know, where it just like, shuts yeah, yeah. Them down. <laughs> it was just like, okay. Um, but I used to, I used to do, meetings with him all the time and one of the things that i would say when people in like detox or whatever would ask you know these huge questions that are so outside the scope of like stuff that i even really want to get into in one-on-one step two conversations when it would go off in this lofty thing you know and it's a room full of people with like no shoelaces on suicide watch and stuff and you're just like this really doesn't need to go there um 
it was something that you mentioned earlier, Walt. I would just be like, look, I use the word God because you know I'm not talking about Clarence, right? Like, I'm talking about something else. Whatever this thing is to you or whatever it's not, just like, it's not me. I'm not talking about me, right? And so when I look at a prayer like the Lord's Prayer, um, again, all of this stuff is stuff that we're tasked with doing in AA, you know? If you want to get into the nuance of, uh, oh, well, asking forgiveness and stuff, what is it that I'm doing in amends, you know? Like, I genuinely need to make reparations for things that I did to other people, right? If I skip that step, I am not moving in the direction I've committed to move in, right? And I'm not, you know, in my experience with sponsorship, the people who don't do that, they just go away. Or they hang out and they're just fucking miserable. So, like, yep. if I'm not committing to that path, that's one thing. But if I'm committing to this path, there are things that I need to do to honor that commitment. I don't just say a step three prayer and then just go, cool, see you later, God. You know, like, I'm just going <laughs> to hang out at the free throw line. Like, that's not what it's about, right? And I think that the Lord's Prayer really sums up what we do in the 12 steps, particularly with 10, 11, and 12 daily as a recovered person, mm -hmm. beautifully. And it's in this awesome language that I now, as a recovered person and a person who has no resentment against religious concepts, um, it's phrased in a way that I love. I love the language in that. I think it's beautiful. Um, the only other thing that, I, that really comes to mind about it is like, the, the specificity with like regions and stuff um, when you go to meetings in different parts of the country and you've got the like oh. <laughs> forever and ever amen and like you know like the different like the end is always different you notice the that? cadence of it yeah <laughs> the cadence daily strength <laughs> yeah 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 daily strength I'm just like I, I get thrown off that's another reason I'm like please don't ask me to lead a meeting with the oh <laughs> Have you guys ever heard the deliver us from ego? Yes. Instead of evil? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real Cleverton's doing that. That's usually the guy with the high pants with his like shirt tucked <laughs> in and he's like, and deliver us from ego. Like, like yeah. yelling it. <laughs> like, did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? Huh? Yeah. I cramped also it stands in. for edge and got out. Um, <laughs> one time I was at a, a local face to face meeting and we circle up and somebody was asked to, you know, to, um, to lead us out. And the kid goes, God grant us this. And everyone says a serenity prayer. Well, this one old timer, his face just turned purple. And as soon as the prayer was over, he goes up to the kid. He goes, we close with the Lord's prayer here. You know this. And he shoved him across the what? room. He like pushed on his chest. I swear to God. Yeah. He was like, you know this. And I was standing next to an actual newcomer. Total code like, of love and tolerance. I, I know. And I'm just like, oh, that doesn't usually happen. Let's go over here. Like, sh like shuffled her out of out the room. She's like, like what the hell? That yeah. is insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have loved it if it weren't for the newcomers in the room. You know what I mean? Like, right. I was outraged and, and secretly like, this will be funny later. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, it's amazing. That's like uh, shit that you would see in a, a rec recovery meeting in a fucking movie or whatever. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah. I got um, these good buddies in New Jersey, and before uh, before they do their prayer at the end of their meeting, they always take a moment of silence for all the meeting makers who didn't make it. <laughs> and I love that. I, I rarely go to meetings. Uh, it's it's not something I do often unless I'm invited, really. Mm-hmm. And whatever I'm asked to <laughs> to do the prayer at the end. Oh man, I love dropping that one. I love it. It's oh. <laughs> great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. The and then there's the whole I well I already said the the fuzz on the peaches thing earlier. <laughs> I got, I've never I gotta, heard that. I mean, I hear you heard like, all the stupid ones, but oh, yeah. made the rivers and save our rivers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, uh, made the stars and keep us out of bars. I'm like, it literally when someone does that at a meeting where it's like, who's daddy or whatever, you know, um, before like <laughs> yeah, that's how they start yeah. it. I literally spend the whole, like the entirety of the prayer, if not then just the first half at least, uh, uh, laughing ironically at that at that joke like <laughs> convulsing i'm like i physically cannot say a prayer out loud after you do that to me the 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 one of the funniest ones though was this is not a recovery meeting at all this was we were back in the bay um visiting family for thanksgiving one year <laughs> at my wife's aunt's house and um she had this, this massive gathering for Thanksgiving. She does every year. And so, like, before we are all about to break bread, you know, had, like, 70 people circle up and, you know, do a prayer or whatever. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, let's just do the Lord's Prayer. And there's this one <laughs> there's this one dude there who, like, my wife didn't know him. I don't know who he was. But uh, he had, like, this, the, like, flat bill hat cocked sideways and like neck tattoos and like a big chain around his neck and right when they were like circle up he was like all right circle up circle up and like put his arms around the people next to him and then kicked his right foot like way out in front into the circle (laughs) and i was like oh my god dude this like we found the it's like spot the na member (laughs) oh no it's so amazing and then the whole so like the whole prayer i'm just like looking up just staring at this guy's foot (laughs) So funny, dude. He had, he had like socks and slides on, of course, but it was a whole vibe. I was Do like, they, I love this. This is this person's context with the Lord's Prayer. Is like, this yeah. is how we end in a meetings. Yeah. Is that wait? Is that how they do it in NA? You have to like you like kick your foot in the circle. Have you not ever seen that? What? No. It's like a thing. I don't know you what like, that yeah, is. you like hold your right foot out into the circle. I don't know. I I don't know how it started, but it's like every time I've been to an NA meeting. Or seeing seeing people I know go to NA at AA meetings, they do that. It's like a thing. I am terribly sheltered. (laughs) Yeah, you're missing a whole. Yeah, you're exactly. You're missing a whole lot by not going to NA meetings. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Quality of life. I can't even imagine. Jeez. (laughs) How am I even making it? Yeah. Uh, Okay, twelve questions with our guest. Walter Hagen, you know, I actually, I was thinking about this and it really is, Bill's story is, is such a triumph because he not only overcomes alcoholism, he overcomes (laughs) golf fever and war fever. And, yeah. And 
sashes? I don't know. There's got to be something and else. Whis- whiskey. Whiskey dick. <laughs> whiskey dick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. You're up. Uh, okay. Okay. First question, Walter. Congratulations. Your story has been selected for the fifth edition of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. What should the title be? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> 20 seconds on the clock. <laughs> <laughs> um. Shelby, what's the deal? And I'll do it. Oh. Aww. I like okay. that. You went sentimental. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. you. That's good. Yeah. I like it. I, you know, cool. I shot for humorous and it didn't come up. <laughs> That was good. I like it. Uh, okay. Um, which step has been most rewarding for you? <laughs> um, well, got to be step twelve. Got to be step twelve. I mean, there's a there's something there's something to say in getting to a place in you know in nine where you don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes you anything and you can. You can walk around easy, but uh, we we do a lot of step twelve work, mm-hmm. and uh, that's something that's something that without fail, you know, I do every week uh, at least once, more if more if I can afford it, and you know the just just being just being in that treatment center, um, just just being there with the guys and having somebody to overcome that fear enough, right, to come up to you and ask for help. Mm-hmm. And to see them overcome the fear of helping someone else, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, there's so much fear to overcome in step 12. I was so scared to do it. I was so scared to do it. Somebody tells you you're qualified, and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I am. <laughs> And you know, telling somebody else they're qualified, right? After after seeing where they came from, mm-hmm. and knowing that they don't think they are, right? And throwing them into it, like just just like it. There you go. <laughs> don't don't call me until you're chairing a meeting at a uh, at a treatment center with a detox. <laughs> awesome. Some of those people Beautiful. you never do hear from again, right? But uh, you know, you check in on them and they don't answer. But the ones. The ones who go and find that detox and chair a meeting there, right, are the ones who are like, "Please show me what to do. I'm I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do." And, you know, just just that experience, right? The the step bringing the step twelve and and just seeing that person come full circle and doing the step twelve themselves, you know? Hell yeah! Awesome. Awesome. Okay, next question. From page 25 in the big book, the central fact of our lives today is the absolute certainty that our creator has entered into our hearts and lives or lives. <laughs> in a way which is indeed miraculous. I always miraculous. read it as uh, lives. <laughs> okay. Ooh, two for two. I love it. That's how I read it, too. <laughs> That one's divisive. That's one of those like insanely divisive things with big book people. I love it because I I have I've had 
shade thrown at me in big book meetings when I read it live and had somebody counter share. <clears throat> yeah, great share. Uh, I, I read it lives. Um, yeah. yeah. Pretty so. sure my, my creator lives in my heart, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, when's the last time you did a 10 step? When's the last time I did a 10 step? Yeah. Um, I mean, today. I did a 10 step with somebody at work. work. Um, I I do a lot of my step 10 with with non-AA people, I'd say. Mm. Um, just whoever whoever's closest and unaffected. Bingo. Um, I did a step. I did another step 10 over the phone with my wife today. Mm. I was like, I was like, you know, just wanted to tell someone, you know. Uh, I don't even remember what that was. Yeah, it's something to do with the work stuff and being busy. Or I, I don't even remember what it was, but I remember telling her, like, I just wanted to tell someone, you know? And then, you know, resolutely, <laughs> resolutely <laughs> turned back to not being a prick, you know? <laughs> right. Trying to be helpful again. Right. That could, that could be a good name for, um, or title for your story, Closest and Unaffected. I love oh, that. There we go. I love that. I mean, that's like, that's yeah. just one of those things in the 10 step directions where it's like, yeah, doesn't say I need to talk to an alcoholic. You know, it just says right? do inventory the same way that you did it. And, you know, part of the fifth step directions are like, let's not share this with somebody who it's going to hurt. <laughs> you know, exactly. It doesn't get much more specific. Yeah. I thought you were going to awesome. say uh, the name for my title would be uh, Resolutely Not a Prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be good, too. <laughs> prick no more. Um, okay. Uh, Anne or Lois? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lois. <laughs> okay. All right. Age on her side, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Would you rather rid the world of slogan slingers or sober influencers? Slogan slingers. Cool. Slogan slingers, easy. Because they're, I mean, they're they're up in your space. There's no getting away from them, right? It's not it's not just somebody who's famous that you can avoid, hmm. right? They're. If you're not there, they might get to them, mm-hmm. right? Like at the yeah. at the weak moment, if if somebody if somebody if somebody like you isn't there, boy, it, it stinks to it stinks to leave these people into the hands of that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Next question: If you were stranded on a desert island. With a newcomer, you don't have your big book. Could you guide them through the steps? Absolutely. Awesome. Ding, 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 ding. That's the correct answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one has a. I right mean, answer. a lot of a lot of people I work with, a lot of people I work with, uh, the the treatment center I go to, it's uh, it's well, it's one of the only free treatment centers um, where I live. Chicago and um, it's the only one that I know of it has 16 free beds in the men's unit and in the women's unit in their detox 
which means they'll take anybody off the street if they know their name, at least the detox, if they have an available bed. And we find, we find all types of people in this place. And not all of them are great with books. Right. And uh, I, think, I think someone's job as a sponsor, their main job is to put something intimidating into plain English, something in approachable plain English. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's a, that's a skill that we have to hone, right? And the you know the more you work at it, the better you get at it. The more conversations you have about it, you know, the better you get at it. But uh, you know that's 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 one of the main jobs as a sponsor, right? How how can I put this in a way you can understand it quickly and easily, right? How <clears throat> how can I give you the least amount of pieces to digest but still getting everything, right? Yeah, awesome. Okay. Better hang Russell Brand or Holly Whitaker? <laughs> uh, hang me. <laughs> um, Finally, someone's struggling with this one. <laughs> uh, better hang. I mean... Accents are hilarious, right? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know the accent factors into it too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They they can they can equally hang. <laughs> uh, tough hang either way. I think on that one. Yeah, yeah. Tough hang. Tough hang. <laughs> Um, okay. Have you ever picked up the phone before picking up a drink? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually think I have, but it's never saved me from one. Mm. I remember before, before I, and it wasn't even before I had a sponsor and who offered, who offered the solution. I've I've only had one sponsor ever. Mm But it took me years to listen to them. Um, but I used to listen to what people say at the meetings. I did mm-hmm. more of that than you know than what my sponsor offered me out of this book for a while. And I remember, like, I'd call people and say, like, I'm struggling and this and that. When I was, you know, I was drank again. I was used again. I always did one of the two, or then the other, or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> Talk about the worst advice, right? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> as if that's going to do something. Right. Okay. Clubhouse or church basement? <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go church basement. At least they kick you out of there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Um, fuck, Mary kill. Are you familiar with the concept? I am. Oh, okay, all right. From um, Chicago. <laughs> it's all fuck, Mary kill. Every conversation in Chicago is either fuck, Mary kill, or what kind of sausage are we eating next? Like it's one. Or maybe he's two. from the suburbs. I don't know. Um, okay, um, two wives, family afterward, or two employers. <laughs> Ooh, 
<laughs> I love this question. That's I a crazy one. They're, <laughs> they're all thinkers, good. aren't they? <laughs> it's like we take them real seriously. <laughs> Whatever you say is locked in, too, so. <laughs> um, some of my favorite... Some of my favorite things I like to point people to are between two wives and mm. employers. Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah. It's a real pickle. It is a real pickle. You know, there's a, there's part of the chapter to wives that I, that I really like <laughs> to point people to when, when they come back from a relapse. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's really important to have, to have good points. Yes, you know it, right? It's I I love that page because it's like it's a healthy reference to somebody who's coming back to actually give them an uplift, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I guess because it's healthy and uplifting, I'll uh, I'll give that a Mary. <laughs> Mary, Mary in that one, okay. All right. So you got to fuck one and you got to um, kill one. No. Two employers, that's a heavy chapter. I guess that one fucks. They <laughs> <laughs> were killing the family. You're a family annihilator. All right. I like your right. style. Uh, I would have gone the other way. Um, nobody asked me, though. I just realized. <laughs> You're right. That'll, be, that'll be in my nightly review. Um <laughs> Uh, if your life before recovery were a movie, what would it be called? Um, Tough one. I guess. I guess I don't have a funny one for that again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's. A, I mean, that's a tough one. I was. I had some. You know, I had some good times, but I had, I had a lot of very miserable times. You know, a lot of a lot of really, yeah. really beaten up times, and. Uh, they, they compounded and compounded every time I thought they were going to get better. And, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, but I guess, I guess, you know, you couldn't put too, uh, too light of a title on that. Um, but, uh, I guess without God. Mm. Without God. Mm. I would watch that movie. Uh, that's what, that's what I understand that misery to be from. Mm. It's, and it's not something that I chose. It's something that somehow my spirit is like opposite magnetized to it, right? Like there, there's something, there's something in me where it's like you bring up a spiritual, and it's like you flip the magnets and it shoves them apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, I, I didn't know it. I didn't know that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was within my programming, and I didn't even know it was happening. Right. But that is that is what I think of of that time. You know, when I think of when I think of like what was wrong. You know, when I think of like where that misery comes from. It was a uh, it was this uh, oil and water separation that that I couldn't choose that I didn't know was even happening. Hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Perfect description. Are your are your cats vandalizing something back there? Yeah, they are. They're <laughs> I don't know. There's shenanigans going on. Okay, then we got a bonus question. Oh, ooh, Mrs. Jones, you wanna? Oh, 
Oh, do I have a bonus question? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, do. I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> only only I can ask this. How would you define the term old timer? Somebody who's been around for an old time. Really, like, I, I, like, you really take every question very seriously. Yeah, I, I love, I love the I, thought put into these. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like hams or schlitz. Hmm. Okay. All right. Mm, let me see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I think when I think it's of old timer, I think of uh, I, I think of the person you know I think of the person who really matches themselves to that particular meeting or club or whatever and uh, I I typically I typically think of somebody who does that in lieu of actual solution mm -hmm. um, you know I don't I don't think of it. I mean, just just the phrase, what it what it you know, what it makes me think of typically isn't a isn't a good thing. It's typically somebody who uh, doesn't have alcoholism and is, <laughs> is willing to, and is willing to yell at you about what to do. You know, <laughs> love it, extra salt. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this is this is great, man. Thank you so much for joining us. I, I'm sure that. You know, biblical scholars are going to learn a lot from this breakdown that we did of the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> They'll be studying this for years. The glory, right? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna receive uh, lecture requests and debate requests from the Richard Rohr Society <laughs> over this one. <laughs> now, but really, really good stuff, man. It was awesome chatting with you. Appreciate you co coming on and joining us. My pleasure's all mine. Thank you so much. Thank you, Walt. And uh, good luck. It's golf fever season. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you make it through all right.